Everybody and welcome to the Refuge Podcast, a conversation focused on helping college students be disciple-making followers of Jesus. Wherever you are and whatever you're going through, we hope that this will encourage you in some way. Last week was a very exciting week in our house, I must say. We have really? so many fun things going on. Um, a lot of things we can talk about now, a lot of things we can't share yet. <laughs> Um, one of which we launched uh, a new little side business, a little yeah. side hustle called The Refuge Coffee Co., which is really cool because, um, I don't know, we just kind of took a dream and ran with it within like six to eight months. And <laughs> you kind of like look back and wonder how we are, where we are right now with it all. But Adam, and uh, with a little bit of help from his dad too, shout out to um, my father-in-law. They Wheeler, Wheeler Eugene Neal. Yep, that's him. Exposed. They they renovated a, co- a horse trailer and turned it into a coffee trailer. Yes. I and watched a lot of YouTube videos. I don't know how to do any of that stuff, but it's done. Yeah. So, like, sometimes at night when you guys are, like, hanging out with your friends and watching The Bachelor, we were hanging out <laughs> on our couch and watching YouTube videos of people that started coffee businesses on the yeah. side. I just miss Chris Harrison, so The Bachelor <laughs> just doesn't do it for me anymore. <laughs> yeah. So, we launched that, which is going to be really fun. It's just a way to spread the word with our community about what God's done through our ministry and what he's going to continue to do to be able to grow our network, to meet new people. And already, we've had several different stories where we're like, wow, yeah. like this is just confirmation that like this is what the Lord wants. And it's been really cool to meet different people, and um, we're definitely just learning as we go and figuring things out still very much so. It's a big transition for our family and just our schedules and stuff, but it's yeah. been really fun. So that was one exciting thing. Another made exciting a, thing. Made a few drinks for people that when they left, I was like, ooh, I don't know if that was Oh, yeah, we've definitely right. flopped a, a little bit on some drinks. <laughs> it's okay. I think it's part of it. Part of the experience. <laughs> okay, another exciting thing. We're not quite ready to share yet, but we're just going to leave you in suspense and ooh, keep coming ooh. back every week. And maybe you'll find out. The other thing is that our retreat registration is live and yes, open now. Open. And I would say this is probably the earliest we've ever opened retreat yes. registration. Yeah, just about. So usually we um, we don't open registration until, what, six to eight weeks out. Yeah, it's like eight, eight, I think eight weeks out. And I don't even know what the countdown is right now. But we opened a little early because for the first time ever, we're doing two back-to-back retreat weekends. So... Um, April 14th through 16th and April 21st through 23rd, we are going to be at um, Garden City Beach in South Carolina, and mm. that's where we're going to be hosting the Refuge Retreat. It's going to be the same exact retreat experience, just offered two back-to-back weekends. And some people might wonder, well, why? Like, what's the point of that? Well, one, we really love um, intimate retreats. We, we don't want to have a retreat with 200 people. So we are capping these retreats. There's going to be a limit that each retreat you're allowed, you know, only register this many people. And so it's going to give students the opportunity to go to one or the other, depending on what works best for their schedule. And it's yeah. also going to open up the door to be able to allow a lot more students to attend a retreat yeah. this spring. So yeah, we're some super of you excited. retreat rats out there that like to go to every retreat that's ever put out there and you go to like 18 retreats a year you can't you, you're not recommended to go to both of these weekends it's the oh, same no, thing same content i don't know if we'll turn you away uh but our prayer is that and we hope that you're praying this with us is that both of these retreats fill up so there's 75 at the first 75 at the second and they're all different people and that would give us an opportunity to do 
yeah, to reach more students. So. Yeah, so if you're thinking about how can we pray for Adam and Caitlin for Refuge Retreat, please just be in prayer for this retreat coming up. We feel like the Lord's really beginning to just like pour in and speak to what the sessions are going to be about. We're getting really excited yes. about that. We're um, just really getting into planning mode, and um, it just gets really exciting for us this time of year. So yeah. if you are 18 to 25, you're going to hear us talk about this between now and then, but we would love for you to join us. So you can go ahead and go to our website and get registered, get your spot now before there are no spots left because that's Boom. what we're believing. That's right. We're believing that they will fill up and fill up one of those Mississippi words, and yeah, it'll be amazing. We just know, we know it's going to be amazing, but what's fun about right now, Caitlin, is, and a lot of people don't know this, unless you listen to our podcast, then you get all the nitty-gritty, because we tend to say things here that maybe we should keep to ourselves. I don't know. We're just, we're just an open book. It's too exhausting to reserve stuff. Anyway, uh, what I love is how God reveals a topic to us, or like just an overall thought. We don't, we don't like to use the word theme, uh, that can be kind of cheesy, and uh, but we do kind of theme the retreats. There's always a, a sub-theme, if, if you will. The main theme for all of our retreats is disciple-making. The sub-theme tends to change every retreat, and we don't usually know what that is until, like, you know, we open registration or maybe even after. Um, so it's really fun to see how God is revealing that, and we're not quite ready to talk about the sub-theme right now, but... Um, yeah, we're excited. There's a yeah, lot no coming up. Gatekeeping here, Adam. Yeah, I know. You're right. We gatekeeping. Will, oh, yeah. We seems... will. We will share all of our all of our secrets. Yeah, we will. We will. Speaking of secrets, I got one for Caitlin. Uh, no, I'm kidding. I don't. <laughs> Everyone knows. Um, well, we because we're in the lives of college students. This is one of the the fun things that I don't think we knew was going to happen when we set out on this this journey and said yes to what God was calling us to. Uh, we get a lot of text messages and because we're, you know, leading Zoom Bible studies and there are Zoom Bible studies happening all throughout the week. So if you need to get in one, we have options for you, uh, which is exciting there. But uh, because we are in the lives of college students pretty regularly, which we love, um, we hear all kinds of questions and we, we get good insight, we feel like, on what college students are going through when it comes to their spiritual life in college. Uh, and so, one of the questions that has been asked to us, and honestly has been asked several times, uh, is a pretty common one, but it's, it's really this question of, why do I feel like I'm not growing spiritually? Why, what's, well, it's almost like a, what's wrong with me? You know what I mean? Like you're diagnosing your, your spiritual health and you're going, I, I feel like I'm trying or I feel like I'm making good decisions or I'm not, you know, I'm not as bad as so-and-so. You know, we always compare down. Uh, so I'm not making those decisions, but so why am I not? Why do I feel like Jesus is not teaching me anything? I mean, we get that question, I feel like, a lot. Yeah, because I think so much, like, you're still such in your formative years, usually of your faith, too, and you're, like, you're seeking so hard just to follow Jesus, and you want something in return to be able to be like, this is what he's teaching me, this is how he's moving, this is how he's working. And I think sometimes you can even get the perception of, like, oh, like, that's just for, like, super mature or, like, those crazy Christians that, like, want to like say this is how God is moving and God's working in my life and like I can actually talk about Jesus to other people and stuff and so sometimes I think you discount yourself because you think well if I'm not like that then like I'm not really like a real Christian or like God's not really working in my life and so I think a lot of it has to do with comparison but I think also a lot of it has to do with desire is like you want the Lord to move in your life you want to feel him speaking to you you want to feel like you have a growing relationship with him and sometimes you just feel like you're trying 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 doing all these things 
and maybe you feel like he's silent or you just aren't interpreting what he's trying to say to you. And so today we just want to talk about what it looks like to, to see Jesus. Like, obviously, there's multiple ways. And, I mean, you could talk about this forever. But we're just going to kind of narrow in on a couple of different ways to encourage you. And if you feel like you might be missing Jesus in your life or you're looking for him and you can't find him, that maybe there's just a couple ways that you could we could encourage you today to just see him. Yeah. Um, a little piece of encouragement here. I have always remembered this. But one of my favorite people in the world, Paul Croth Hamill, a hero to me as far as like my faith goes and, and growing spiritually. I remember I was in a meeting with him one time and he, I mean, he's like in his mid forties at this point in his life. He's an old man now. Uh, but he, I remember him saying he was just then getting comfortable in his own skin. That was like the phrase he used. And, you know, at that point I was like, what does that even mean? But I think back on that going like, man, he was that old and still kind of figuring out you know, like getting comfortable with who he was and uh, to just don't don't beat yourself up. Don't go ahead and jump to the conclusion that you have to have everything figured out and like, why am I not the way that I want to be or just breathe, <laughs> take a deep breath um, and realize that it's it. this is not a um, this is not like a quick little little 5k here. This is a long race of life that we're in. And so in order to grow spiritually uh, or to hear Jesus or see Jesus in your life, um, it could be a process. It could be a, you know, a, a moment for you where you're starting to kind of figure out what that looks like for you. Um, but we hope to, we always want to give you practical things. We also want to help you and challenge you. Uh, and so there could be 40 things on this list or a hundred. Um, but these are the, the top three that we feel like will help you uh, as far as getting to that place in your life where you are growing spiritually. And the first is really a word that we use constantly. So if, if you listen to this podcast a lot, you're going to hear this word all the time. But it's the word intentional. Spend intentional moments with him, and those intentional moments are what lead you to spiritual growth. Um, if you're just flippantly, you know, randomly putting on a, uh, a, wor- a song, you know, a worship song in your headphones, or you're just like, uh, let me just read a verse today and you just do it. That's not really intentional time with, with Jesus. That's fine, you know, and that to me, that's like, you have to go to chapel. You have to like, an assignment is read a verse, you know, a verse in the Bible. Okay, that's great, but you need to be spending intentional time with him. And man, that, that intentional time is set apart from every other time. And I think that's what will help us lead to spiritual growth. And I think in addition to that, though, when you, maybe you do attend different Bible studies throughout the week, or you're required to go to this or that, or you feel like you have a lot of friendships with people that are Christians, so God, like, comes up in your conversation. You have a choice to make those intentional. You could just be showing up and going through the motions every week. You could just be showing up to your Bible study just to have a good meal and hang out with your friends. Or you could be showing up to your Bible study, like to really see how God's speaking and moving in your friends' lives and see what like they have to say. Like it's that mindset when you walk in the doors of like, what is the Lord going to speak to me about today? And not just about like, what am I going to teach these people? Or what am I going to share tonight? It's, it's what am I going to receive from the Lord? Cause he's using those people to move and work in your life. So I feel like, yes, those intentional moments of like opening up your own Bible and like seeking the Lord by yourself in the quiet place is absolutely like necessary for spiritual growth. But I also think sometimes we get in the cycle of like just showing up to things and even at church on Sunday or your group that you hang out with or whatever, and you don't even like 
intentionally like try to see Jesus in those things anymore because you do them so regularly. I think you have the choice to make them intentional. Yeah, no, that's good. Uh, you know, hope is not a strategy is a good phrase to think too. You can't just like say, oh, I hope he speaks to me today. There has to be some kind of effort, <laughs> you know, put it in there. Uh, the second thing was look for him in the Monday moments. Um, this is a, for sure, a, some, a practice that will help grow you, mature you in your walk with him is it's really easy to walk into, you know, the, the Georgia dome with over 40,000 college students at passion and go, I experienced Jesus. Well, of course, like that's amazing. That's like a glimpse of heaven right there, but it's the mundane moments. It's the walking to class in the rain. It's today, it's a rainy day and it's just dark and gloomy. And we feel like all winter has just been bleh. Like I just told Caitlin, I can't remember the last time that the ground in our backyard was dry. Like it's just been a very rainy winter. And so maybe those moments, you know, for you, whatever it looks like are mundane moments. Those are the moments where you need to be looking for him. He's not absent. He's not like, Hey, it's a rainy day today. I'm going to take the, I'm going to take a break <laughs> from working in your life. Like he's there, he's working, he's moving, he's speaking. Uh, and so it's in those moments where we need to really lean in and go, okay, God, what do you, you know, this is not a moment that I love, or this is not a circumstance that I love, but I feel like you, you know, we've, we've said too, the, the, when bad things happen, instead of asking why say like, okay, what, what do I take away from this? Like, what do I need to learn? How are you growing me, stretching me, challenging me? Um, looking for him in those mundane moments is a, um, something that for sure will help you grow spiritually. When I learned to meet with Jesus in those moments, I will say like, that changed my relationship with him forever. It was it was definitely a shift of like God's not just accessible to me like when I sit down for my quiet time or when I'm worshiping him or at my Bible study like he will literally meet me while I'm washing these dishes and loading the dishwasher or when I'm, you know, can't sleep in the middle of the night like in literally any and every moment throughout your day. That is like a hundred percent how I've grown spiritually too, I think. And it's something that took time. Like, I think I just wanted to sure. wake up one morning and like figure that out. But it was just all the little yeses in my day that would add up that made me realize like I can meet with him anytime, every time. And when I can see him in those moments too, is when I, my, my relationship shifted. Right. And don't, I'll say this in that, in that topic, don't welcome or allow mundane things in your life like on your own, you're not going to listen or hear Jesus speak when country music is playing. Okay. Okay. That was a, that was a personal thing, but I'm just saying like, don't, um, you have to, and it kind of leads into the last thing we were going to say is it takes effort. So the effort it takes is, is create, I think of Moses when I love Moses, but you know, when he's about to hear God speak through this bush that's on fire and the thing that he does before, which he's instructed to do is to remove his sandals because he's on holy ground. So there's a, there's a preparation that needs to happen prior to him hearing God. Now, do we always need to have this burning bush moment where we're like doing some ritualistic thing with our feet? I don't, you know, no, but I do think it teaches us that in order to, to see Jesus, to hear Jesus, to be impacted by him in and throughout our day, we have to be taking you know, steps and making an effort into removing distractions, removing anything that's like blocking our opportunities to hear him. And if it be, you know, like, for example, this morning, I went to the gym to get wrecked, Caitlin, just to get absolutely yoked. Yes, and, uh-huh, and, you know, I had, it's a playlist on Spotify, which Caitlin, um, 
it should be guilt, feel guilty for introducing to me. It's called Big Booty Mix. <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, I told you we don't hold anything back. And it's upbeat. It's, you know, whatever. But it can have some vulgar stuff in there every now and then. And so I'm like, I don't, I mean, I'm working out. And like, sure, I feel like this is getting me a little more hype than, you know, the song Holy Spirit. I for but, running, personally, not just oh, like The point that I'm making is it's not <laughs> the best thing to have flowing through your mind. Sure. Uh, there are other things. And so, you know, I like to think realistic. And I'm not saying that at all times during the day you're walking to class and you're like raising your hands in worship because you got worship playing in your headphones and people are just watching you like, and they're like, what's wrong with that person? Be a real person, you know, be approachable and be, don't be, we're not saying be someone that's so far out there that no one can even come talk to you uh, or that you're making following Jesus look like a, you know, a circus act or something. But what we're saying is it takes effort for you to remove distractions, to, you know, accept the circumstances and go, okay, God, I don't love this, but I know you're teaching me something. But then also just spending that intentional time with him of, I've had a busy week. The thing is, what the quote, I can't remember who said it, but it's like, you're too busy not to pray. And it's just saying that you feel like you're busy. Okay, well then, that's what the enemy wants you to feel. The enemy, It's not cool to say I'm busy all the time. That's how the enemy, he wants you to be busy all the time. Because that's kicking more of those hours, those minutes out of the day for you to spend time with Jesus. And so, um, if you are busy, if you're overloaded with stuff, like, you, man, you have no other option but to carve out at least 30 minutes a day where you can spend time with him. Those are those intentional moments that I think you'll grow spiritually. Yeah, and when we talk about taking effort, we're not talking about the, you know, checklist Christianity where it's like you need to work, 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 do, do, do to like grow spiritually. It's just like anything else in life. You know, if you want to make an A on this test next week, you're going to have to carve out time to study for it. You're going to prep. You're going to prepare. It's the same thing when it comes to our walk with the Lord. Sometimes we so much want all of these things and we desire all of these things in our lives and we don't spend any time for like intentionally pursuing them so we hope this encourages you today we pray that you will just take one of these steps put it into action in your own life let us know how you're seeing jesus in your own life and we'll catch you next week hey thanks for listening to the refuge podcast we hope that you were encouraged in some way Be sure to like and subscribe to the podcast. We release a new episode every Monday morning. You can also find us on our website, therefugeretreat.com. We'll catch you guys next week.